y'all. You're listening to Spiritual Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Susie. I'm glad you made it. So this is a safe space where we get to talk about anything and everything spiritual and metaphysical, but we're going to talk about it without the judgment, without the fear or religious guilt, and without losing any credibility. So let's open our hearts and our minds, and let's talk about the weird without being weird about it. On today's episode, I am back after like four months off of the podcast, and I appreciate anyone who hung in there with a subscription to my channel. (laughs) I know I'm a nonconformist, and I had to wait and process my energy um, until I felt like I had a, a more centered evaluation of what happened last year for me. And I hope like the things that I'm going to bring up are helpful to you, if you, especially if you're getting like a rough go of things. Um, I really hope 2024 is going to just be wonderful. But in case you have the bit of rough spots, I'm hoping that some of the stuff I'm talking about today will help. Thanks for listening, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's so good to be back. It's been a little while. And thanks for hanging in there. I have said this so many times. Um, I'm a weirdo when it comes to uh, releasing things on into my spiritual platforms. Like I just, I legit don't want to release anything before it's been contemplated and kind of worked on. And y'all, I had a big year last year. I lost my mom. That was just going to wreck anyone's energy, to be honest. That's a big one. And, um, yeah, there's things I see now about my pace of life earlier in 2023. I mean, I was traveling every month. Um, I think except for maybe one month, maybe two, but that's a lot. And that's a lot of go. And toward the end of the year, I think my body was <laughs> showing the wear and tear and mentally. And and so that's the thing I would have presented during this time where I really had a victim mentality going on about the, the deck of hand, the, what I was dealt from the deck of hand of life, you know, um, deck of hand. I don't know why I'm coming up with these weird phrases, but roll with me. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I was I was feeling pretty victimized by the fact that I lost my mom. Um, I had feelings with with God that I I was just like unhappy with the timeline of things and and not having more of an. I, I mean, I had some some clues that some things were going on, but like, um, oh, I just wish you know those those you know that feeling I'm trying to talk about. Like, I just wish I would have known certain. I would have said said certain things a little bit more clearly to her. I would have had all those feelings. Like this, that's the stuff I was working through. Um, and that's a lot to work through. And that's good that I do that. I know as a spiritual person, I can talk to one more now. Like, and I knew this earlier last year, but there's something about that energy and carrying it, that loss until I really kind of like, you have to get through a bit of it before you can kind of see where you're at. I don't know how to explain that. Anyway, so yeah, 2023 was just a lot of grief. And it was Susie operating maybe trying to busy herself so I didn't have to quite go through all of it at once. But at the end of the year, it was catching up with me. And it was, it's good. I'm glad it did. Um, I just think the holidays were a trigger point anyway, because my mama loved holidays and Christmas in particular, but Thanksgiving, I mean, that woman would create a, a table setting that would just wow anybody. <laughs> and just that little stuff that she would do for the family. And, um, you know, I had to be there with my dad for the first, for Thanksgiving, our first Thanksgiving without her. And that was really good to have that in the house. And um, I had a good time with that. 
But like when I came back from that trip, I was just so exhausted physically and was dealing with more of the the grief from out of state, you know, living out here in the Pacific Northwest and with my family and just realizing how much that 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 pit of grief was coming at me. And one thing I wanted to say in case this helps anybody with their grief. Um because I realized I was having these moments of missing my mom and they were getting a little really sad, really deeper, more deeper boohoos. And that's fine. But I knew, I knew there was like too much of it. Like there was, there was a depth to it that was like, okay, this is a little, like, how can I, how, how, I feel like there's something in my mindset that I need to change because this felt like a trend that I needed to kind of be aware of and stop for healing. And so I meditated about it. And of course, my mama shows up and what she was saying is in those moments of of having a whatever triggers that boohoo, a Christmas song that she listened to, hearing anything of the old time Christmas music just gets me or got me at the time and or, or just something that, you know, a Christmas decoration that she had created, all the stuff that she did that I still have some bits of here. Like when I have that moment and have that tiny little hurt in my heart where I want to cry, allow it if it comes, but like also have the thought that she is now my angel mama, that she, if I, if my belief system is real, which, you know, and if I'm committed to those thoughts that there is an actual spiritual part of us that remains, that keeps living and then can be connected to us, that she is with me and I can call her in in that moment and talk to her, um, ask for healing, talk to her about any, I mean, like just see in that moment, like what comes up intuitively for me to kind of like connect with her and to know to rely on the existence of that, that that's real and that's now and that that's actually a better situation because here she is in her healed mama state without the crap judgment that she would have had in three lot and 3d life, right? In real life, like here, she's not going to, you know, um, shun me for my, op- our, our kids who are LGBTQ plus, like, she would readily, she readily accepts them, all that sort of thing. Like, I don't have to worry about that. I can bring her into our life. And she can see our life and now. And it's like, I just feel like I have a, a healed mama who supports me in all things that maybe she wouldn't have before. And oh, it just kind of like healed my heart. And slowly what it is, is like this transmuting of um, energy, this healing change of energy from like deep despair to like okay but i do believe this and and sometimes there wasn't much of a change of energy in that moment but then i i practice it more and more the more and more i had a thought come up and i would be like no but i have a real angel mama who's here now and i could feel her more it was like my pain lessened so i could connect with her more like the scales could kind of like balance so i could let her in and Yeah, it's been able to get me out of a pit definitely more than once, so many times. So if that helps, guys, like um, having that thought in that moment, um, I hope it helps. It did me. Again, I think I've said this before, also having that that vision of her holding me, even now or as a baby. But if I'm remembering it now in this moment or visualizing it, I I can say to myself, my soul, like I'm having that right now with her. In spirit, but I'm having that. I could, this is real. This feeling of relief I'm feeling and love and comfort. Like it's real. Don't bullshit yourself. It's real. 
So anyway, there's that, there's that, (laughs) there's that grief help point. I hope it helps. Um, But yeah, when you have a big dynamic or a big loss, like a loss of a parent, like the dynamic of the family changes so much. Like you are now like in this new arrangement and you got to figure that out. And, you know, unfortunately, I think with, I think all families, I think it's very normal. You can kind of start from a wounded especially if you're not cognizant of, okay, and grief, we can kind of get to some wounds and some old assumptions and, you know, some dealing with this person and this expectation of blank, right? Um, if I didn't get along well with my sibling growing up, well, okay, well, even though I moved away for several years, if I come back, you know, what's their energy going to be toward me? <laughs> if they're not cognizant of, you know, okay, this is an adult, I need to like, you know, give, you know, treat them with open energy versus closed energy, right? Um, that's one example. Like I've, I felt that too with my, my poor husband and his family and dealing with the loss of his grandmother, who he's very close with. Um, just a lot of, you know, expectation of distrust. Um, just kind of really watch that and just kind of not expect shit from them so that you could be open to the good. And boy, that's a hard energy to kind of change when, um, you know, three times out of five times, you really can't trust them. <laughs> But you have to go with a certain energy with people and how they respond is then how you need to, you know, you can respond and with your boundaries, but coming to that space and that relationship with no expectation of being uh, great. I need to brace myself for impact. That's important not to be in that reactive spot. So you don't manifest it with that person. So yeah, creating your new dynamic with your family after you lose someone who's so pivotal or so foundational, it's just, that's hard, you know? And so making sure that whatever, if you do see an old dynamic that they're playing in, that's not present for you, right? Like, okay, that's not where I'm at as a human, but I see that you're trying to create this drama. And then if you get pissed off and triggered because you see that and you're like, that's not that's not the story I'm in, damn it. <laughs> but you react in anger I get it. You get triggered, and especially if you're hurt and you're tired and you're in grief. You can come out there, unfortunately, in the gutter as well. So just give yourself a lot of forgiveness when that happens. You're trying. You're trying. Um, and the next time you won't be as triggered because you'll be like, okay, I'm going to rise above the bullshit and just know that that's their story of me, which is none of my business. <laughs> and do your highest and best. And that's all you commit yourself to. You know, um, so anyway, besides that, the dynamics. Uh, yeah, like my my pace last year was so fast. I think my body needed to rest. And that's always been an element I completely avoid. I don't I, I sh- I'm so bad at like remembering to self care and all that sort of stuff. And like how much check in with my body. I mean, like, how are you doing? Are you getting rest? I was barely getting enough rest. And I was probably doing habits like, you know, listening on my earphones to like things like my books till too late at night, you know, those little habits that you're like, okay, I'm hurting myself. (laughs) I need to like turn everything off and go to bed. (laughs) It's like you're you're a child again, trying to get back to your best practices. Um, Yeah. And then I also kind of want to talk about, and this is how I felt last few months of 2023, where you're kind of looking at how the year went and, and I feel like there's always such a, and I, we talk about this is why we hate resolutions. Cause at the end of the year, when you're assessing, well, did I do what I wanted to do? And, you know, sometimes we, we had all the best 
expectations and it just we crash and burn life is <laughs> life is not controllable we didn't realize we were going to have to have a million expenses of course we didn't save 20% of our income for retirement you know and that, those kind of things and it's they just need you need to give yourself a lot of forgiveness so i remember kind of being just bummed at the fact and and i think again this went to this like accumulating like victim mentality of having lost my mom god come on I'd, give me give me some ease in life because i lost my my mom <laughs> and uh that i don't deserve you know the fridge dying and you know um having to repair this or my kid having this struggle it's like these little things would just kind of t- turn me into this pissed Kind of like, oh, of course, God, <laughs> kind of response. And I want to just kind of normalize that for anybody, because I feel like um, the world, is, the the life we have is really not easy. I've said this before. We've got all sorts of shit coming at us, not only just financial uh, responsibilities, work responsibilities, which is a lot of our freaking life, guys. This is a lot of hours that we are away from our families and to then having to work to deal with, um, improve our relationships at home, our kids, how they are dealing with life, which depending on their ability and their limitations might be really significant and taking up a lot of your energy. And then we have the whole like, am I healthy physically? Am I exercising? Am I eating good and preparing meals? And y'all, there ain't enough time in the world to get everything done right. Like, I think I remember doing this exercise, like a perfect day and like literally waking up at 7 a.m., having meditation. And it was like, you start listing it, making food, going to, you know, oh shit, like, oh my God, how am I fitting everything in? <laughs> like it became this, like, there's no way to have even a perfect day. And anyway, I'm kind of going on about this because I think I had a little bit of a dip about like evaluating 2023 because there was a few things that, you know, failed in terms of hopeful collaborations with people I wanted to to work with um, and having to kind of heal that energy from the initial piss and vinegar. Cause even if the, the quick, quick point here is if things aren't aligned, they're not aligned. They're not meant to continue. Something will happen. Okay. And it's literally no red ass on anybody. No one needs to get, you know, put out a whack on it. You're on the, this path and other person's on a different path and both paths are, can be pretty and blessed right? That is it. But when you kind of, re- when the realization is kind of come from maybe an, a, an inner exchange that's got a little bit of piss and vinegar, or it's got projection in your opinion of someone else's issues that they're trying to make yours, you're just kind of like, oh, I smell that bullshit. Well, it's hard to kind of settle down after that initial piss <laughs> and kind of be like, okay, let me find forgiveness and just two different paths. And that's all it is. So, yeah, I had various moments of that and just kind of like realizing when things aren't aligned. And again, it's not a hierarchy of alignment. It's path A and path B. I mean, both are good. And that's kind of the stuff that would happen. And then it's just kind of like, you know, those are valuable lessons. Um, to me, it's just more fine tuning for anybody, anybody, for them, for me, um, like the people that they need to communicate with. I think I... um got really rooted in some foundational truths about how I want to present myself as it, as a spiritual talk um, presenter, teacher, whatever, you know, whatever project I have out there. Like, I'm going to be real if it sucks. I'm going to be real about the pain. 
And it's not so that we swirl around in this toilet bowl of pain, but so that we can kind of look at it and be honest and get out of it. I think there's a lot of toxic positivity for people in spirituality, and we don't need to be there. Toxic positivity just means that we just kind of, when we feel the bad, the pits, that we feel like we're isolated and alone, and you're not. And I think it's okay to talk about fears that show up too. And because I feel like fears go away when you shine a light on it. Plain and simple. That's just how I am. But ultimately, I know my truth is I'm going to be a light bringer. And I'm going to be a positive person. That this even discussion about the depths of pain is okay. Because at the bottom of every pit, there's always the climb, guys. And the climb is good. And it gets better and it gets easier. It really is okay. But things do get better and things go up. So, yeah, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> but I sorry, I was looking at my notes there because I thought, you know, what really got me out of this, which was really interesting, is I had um, an audible book by Matt Kahn, K-A-H-N. If anybody's read, I've barely read. I just did this short book, so I, I'm no expert. And if I'm misstating or... Um, categorizing something he's not necessarily for, forgive me, but from when this one book I got, he made something interesting. He made some interesting comments, which um, vibed with some things that I've kind of always, these tenets, these mantras that I always go back to, to kind of give me inner peace. One of them is like, um, like focusing on who we are and accepting life, how it is right now is huge and to have peace with it. Like to me, that begins with, well, who am I? Because I'm not detached, conf- confused human Susie that doesn't know where she's going. It's like, no, I got the soul. I just have to tap into the soul on the daily basis, right? The more, the better. <laughs> so I make better choices. And that soul has already got the return ticket. Like it's the nature of it is a bungee cord that we just get brought back once the human meat suit is experience is done with. That's my opinion, guys. That's mine. So for me, I don't ruin my soul's path by anything that I choose down here. I'm already like in my divineness every moment of every day. Now, do I feel it every day? No fucking way. (laughs) I didn't feel it for the last like three months. (laughs) And that's okay. And I think it's okay to be real about that, to to say that we didn't. you know, these human lives seem really long when we're down here. Three months was excruciating long for me. But like, um, I know upstairs, we're like, that was a blink. <laughs> They're like, play a laugh that how we experience time is totally different. Um, but that's why this is a challenge. And it's, a, it's yeah, it's a, an interesting game that, I don't want to say game, that kind of trivializes it. But, you know, we are meant to make the higher and better choices. But I think it really just takes this intention to be on our highest and best path. And by that alone, we're on it. And I don't think it's any bus that we're going to miss or train that we're going to miss or highest and best. Like God's got it all. If it's meant for you, it's coming. And just relax and don't pressurize your now to be on some best path or I maybe I did a wrong turn. I didn't do enough last year. I put myself more behind. Great. Like release that bullshit so that you can just be like, I am right now in, in my messy life. I'm on my highest and best path. I'm on it as much as mother Teresa was at an every day of her life. Like it's, we have to accept 
and love and kind of it, it and that's kind of hard to love it when we're in that mm, comparison mode or victim mentality mode of you know did I get enough done and I can't believe it was so rough I do think there is some danger to uh, wallowing too much in the difficulty of what you have um, and that's what I kind of had got started getting into toward the end of 2023 that was you could tell my my temper was just you know, <laughs> a little bit more flashpoint than I'm used to. And uh, so, yeah, I just had to be real about it. I just think there's just kind of this, hmm, I don't know, there's an expectation, there's a pressurized like expectation that we have to to be or do certain things. And if we haven't done it, then we're not as spiritual or we're not as successful. And I don't know. I just think that's bullshit. <laughs> Okay, so let me try to just summarize really quickly what I was just trying to end on, which was like how I how I felt like I got through kind of this little downer point at the end of 2023 was definitely realizing that judging your year is bullshit. <laughs> A self-evaluation is good. The judgment part about like how much you did, was it productive enough? It is what it is and it was meant to be what it was, if that makes sense. Like even giving yourself a hard time for maybe a cycle that wasn't very productive, you know, nature does that. And why be harsh on yourself if even even nature itself will slow down and have a chilled chill time, you know? Um, and then also just thoughts going back to the inherent nature of your soul, what that is, what that means to you. I mean, I can share what that those thoughts were meant to me, but you you having your own evaluation and your own thought process and beliefs based on what you feel like it came from, like however you formulate it, like just it's worth thinking about. And like, it just relaxed me when I realized that it, that it isn't, my soul's path is inherently performed every day by breathing, <laughs> that I don't have to do anything, that it's um, all things serve a purpose. And that's good. And where I'm at was where, like, I haven't missed any fate bus or, you know, my highest and best. I haven't missed that. It's not something I can miss. I can't fuck it up. And I love those messages. <laughs> it's almost like I need a little button that says, I can't fuck it up. <laughs> Thanks, God. <laughs> and and to really, like, take that in. And if that's true, then I can accept my pace today and be, you know, slow as I want to. Um, I'm productive, unproductive as as I want to, you know, and productive is kind of a label that is like judgy anyway, but you know what I mean? It's like I can, and it can accept where I am in terms of my retirement savings as of right now, you know, using that example from earlier, like whatever is frustrating you, like you can find release of that pressure. And I think we need to do that. I think we need to figure out how to release pressure on whatever it is that's bugging the shit out of you. Is it your relationship with your um, partner? Is it your work and like your choice of work and you're not feeling like soulfully fed? Um, your sole purpose is still being established or being um, fulfilled by having this examination of your work, even if you feel like the work itself isn't even where you want it. This analysis point is like your soul's work. It's your purpose for being here. It's not all about the endpoints. We all know this. It's about the journeys, right? So those kind of mantras, um, whatever helps you get out of that funk, evaluate when you feel like victim mentality is coming in, because that's just really not helpful. And 
it's just really just like, it just takes slow moments to chill out and contemplate like, how's my energy today? How am I feeling? Mentally, I'm exhausted. I'm physically exhausted. Just having those little checkpoints. I mean, that's great if you can do it daily. I can't, <laughs> but I'll, I'll say it's a great habit. <laughs> so um, yeah, just in a lot of fucking forgiveness, guys. Um, and I think if we're real, everybody has a struggle bus on the daily and it's okay. And it's not something that we're going to always live in. It's not a struggle bus that comes all the time. Like it, we do get out of it and life is beautiful and it goes really fast. And really when I kind of come to the, the sum of it all is that I'm glad I'm here. Whatever struggles I have to face, I'm really glad I'm here and I'm grateful for the journey. So I hope those, those little thoughts help guys. It's just kind of where I'm at now. And I just wanted to touch base on um, what I've been kind of going through and spiritually and kind of pondering over. So anyway, I wish the best for you in 2024. I hope you kick ass, man. And for those who don't, whose ass gets kicked, <laughs> I feel you. Um, it happens and we're going to be okay. All right. Y'all, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon.